0: hello and welcome to another episode of drivel yeah we're still going
1: we this are still going yeah this is the uh the, the fifth, fourth fourth
0: one we're recording isn't it
1: yeah it feels like so much more i think that's because when i'm with you time really slows down the, no no time flies when you're having fun mate i have to put up with you
0: time does fly. When it's you a, have a lot voice. harder putting up with a nerd than it is putting up with someone like me
1: yeah the point i'm making is i'm not sure this is fun
0: well, to be f- well, actually, when no, we're no, doing spending it, I- time with you, I'm not sure. Well, that's to be fair, when we're here, I kind of ignore you, so I don't really. I'm just, I'm just talking. I don't really take into account the fact that you're sat there and driveling as well. So I guess that's why it doesn't affect my time well, or my concept of time. Is.
1: Should we get back to the intro? Yeah, let's go. Well, we'll this get, is an intro. The kind of an intro, yeah, but let's get back to the yes. intro. So, so, welcome to the fourth one. Welcome to the fourth episode, of Drivel. Yeah, this is the uh, motoring podcast brought to you by two regular petrolheads. We are your hosts. I'm Mo. And I'm Mo. Um, and. May not be fun but uh, I'm excited about this week's episode. I am. I am. I, to be fair I'm excited anyway.
0: I think since we did so what we've released 1 and 2 so far, haven't we? Yes. And I think the,
1: at the time you guys uh, well obviously when this is released this will be released but at the time of recording this we've released episodes 1 and 2. Um, yeah. And we're getting some fantastic reactions from from all your listeners out there, which See, is you know amazing. What? I, I, thank you so it, much.
0: It is amazing, and actually, good job, because I did want to thank everyone for all the reviews and the support that they've been giving us. Um, you know, you obviously appreciate how hard it is doing this with Mo and a nerd. Um, so thank you very much. But the funny thing is, I actually thought it's hard for me to listen back to them, especially one because one was so bad. <laughs> so bad He was like that was in my opinion well, that was bad
1: well, don't tempt fate because this one might also be bad we yeah, haven't recorded it yet we don't know how it's no, gonna that's go true, actually, we'll yeah. find out at the end oh. you guys are all along with, with us for the ride we'll, we'll all find out in about an yeah. hour or so but thank you anyway for listening so far absolutely yeah and, and one thing i did want to talk about today in amongst the thank yous there's a bit of an apology that needs to come from from me from what us you,
0: what have you done
1: what have i done it wasn't my fault i'm not sure yeah. what happened we don't really hang on but we
0: we don't need to apologise for anything because we disclaim everything anyway at the start. So oh, no, no, no.
1: this this, this, is, this isn't about inc- incorrect facts or, oh, okay. uh, or, or any guidance uh, that we may have given. And we'll come to our disclaimer in a second. Mm. Uh, this is about anybody who listened to episode three last week. Uh, the audio quality on episode three was awful. It honestly sounded like we'd taken our recording equipment, oh, yeah, yeah. thrown it into a cave... And then we shouted the podcast at the entrance of the cave for about we, an hour.
0: Yeah, we did honestly... Well, you honestly tried for about, I think, 20 minutes to try and fix it and sort it. And
1: that really doesn't make it sound it like I tried for very long. <laughs> we, we did. We, we, we tried our best to, to get it set up. I'm not sure what happened. And this is the point about uh, us being just regular petrol heads, Non-pros. Yeah, we're, we're not... We're not professional journalists. We're not professional drivers. Um, we're not industry experts on cars or anything car related. And and and, and the other thing you can now add to the yeah. list of things that we're not professional at is uh, media production. Clearly, yeah, recording because yeah. we screwed that up last week. Hopefully, you screwed that. Dis- That's not my department. I just sit here talk and then you do the rest. Okay, so I screwed it up. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. O. Yeah. I screwed it up. Please forgive me. Um, but this week should be a lot better. Absolutely, should be yeah. a lot better. Uh, But yes, I do want to thank you all for uh, persevering and listening. If you listened to last week's episode and you're still here listening to this one, that's pretty incredible. Um, I'm sure there'll be people who listened to episode three and then went and left us uh, some comments talking about how rubbish our production was. what I will say is if you're going to go to the effort of leaving us a comment can you just give us five stars at the same time
0: yeah 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 it can be a crap comment you can uh, I don't care about the comment just leave five stars yeah as but long as long as you
1: type something so I, I've yeah. discovered that the way the um, Apple Podcasts in particular and their rating system works is um, as long as someone's written a comment it doesn't really matter what it says if, if there's a comment and a rating that it, has more uh, more weight than than just a rating really? so please leave us a comment please tell us yeah, that yeah. we don't, do not know you can, how to record yeah, yeah, podcasts can, professionally abuse us
0: all you want in the comments you don't mind actually absolutely not often yeah. you're gonna get podcast hosts that say that that just give us five stars and write whatever you want in there absolutely. we will actually read them and we'll take note of them if if any of them actually bother me i might take note of them and change things if they don't then i won't
1: yeah maybe and and yeah. and likewise if anybody wants to say nice things and people have already said some very nice things about have, us yeah. that's fantastic you know it's great it's what keeps us going yeah. uh, you know we are funding this entirely out of our own pockets um and we are doing it we're doing it for you guys. We're doing it in the hope that you will enjoy it. And a lot of people have told, told us that, that they do. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for the feedback. Keep it coming. Keep listening. Keep rating. Keep reviewing. Yeah. Actually, have we got someone asked
0: me yesterday actually what made us do it or why we did it? I don't think we've actually touched on that. But I think just, just you know, if anyone else is wondering, it's just, I think when we were together, I think 60% of our talk was motoring related. Yeah,
1: Wasn't
0: it it? It, it, so, it often is. Uh, 60 70% of we just talk about anything to do with motoring really and to, to be cars, honest you so
1: you you're not exactly um you know the the most interesting of human beings um, and unless I can talk to you about cars or motoring stuff I really struggle to find things. Most so. most
0: of the time all you do is regurgitate an encyclopedia or an index book. So that's not really interesting either.
1: Hey, you'll be grateful for the encyclopedic facts that I know especially with some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. Oh,
0: but, but the nerds listening will
1: they will. They'll appreciate it. There's going yeah, to be we do some... like to
0: cover all the people watching us so obviously we need a nerd.
1: Watching? Listening?
0: Listening, sorry, yeah. Well, there's no of... point in me getting a haircut, really. Was
1: <laughs> <it>? <laughs> I appreciate it, though. Those have a haircut. He looks yeah, very dashy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, before we go,
0: before I forget, there's one thing I want to call out, one person I want to call out. David Attenborough. Okay? What? Now, you may think he's not motoring related but the guy is because obviously he hates anything to, to do with fuel and diesel and combustion that comes out of the back of your resource. So he is quite... It's quite irrelevant. Um, but that guy is on Instagram. Can you please, everyone, please go to David Attenborough's Instagram account? This guy's like, I don't know, he's like a dinosaur, but he's just only just gone on Instagram. His first post, he's already murdered most records on there, but can we please go on and like David Attenborough? Follow, like, this guy is a legend. And if there's one, is he a reality? T- he's a reality. Person, I suppose. No, he's not. He's a TV presenter. TV presenter, but yeah, well, if there's one, <laughs> he, he TV hasn't been person... in the Big Brother house. That's what I'm No, he's a TV presenter. <laughs> but if there's one TV personality you need to follow, forget about all the other bleep, 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 bleeps. This guy is the one guy you need to follow. So can we please follow him, like him, and get him like on the top of the Instagram trends because um, I think um, he's okay. a legend.
1: I'm, I'm not really sure what caused this quite emotional outburst and, and outpouring of love for David Attenborough. But can I get back to the intro yeah, yeah, yeah. to the show, Let's if that's go, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah?
0: yeah go on.
1: So, for those of you that are joining us this week and haven't listened before, first of all, you don't know what you're missing out on. Second of all, I have to do our disclaimer. You, don't,
0: you choose to. We've done it three times already now, yeah.
1: For people who have just joined us today, have not listened to any previous shows, they may go back and listen to them afterwards, but just in case, I want to do the disclaimer. And our disclaimer yeah. is as follows. I already said at the top of the show, we're not experts in anything, so... During the next 50 minutes or so, we may say some stuff that could be misconstrued as advice. Consumer right. advice, Somehow. recommendations, but, yeah. um, things to do, things not to do. Motoring related, of course. Maybe not motoring related. I always just told you to go and follow David Attenborough. That's got nothing to do with cars. Whatever it is that we say, if you take our advice and something goes massively wrong, if you click that follow button on David Attenborough and your Instagram Breaks. You can't <laughs> Let's hope it breaks. <laughs> Why would you want to each no, that doesn't that defeats the purpose of what you just said. Can I get back to what I was saying? So I if something bad happens as a result of you following advice from us, you can't blame us. Because I'm just about to tell you right now: do not follow any advice that we give you, do not take any guidance that we give you in this podcast as advice and then act upon Well, there it. is no
0: guidance. So they can't take any guidance because there is no guidance. But if we tell them not to do something that can work right so if we tell you not to buy a car for whatever reason then that's advice right because by not buying it nothing's going to happen true but if they so then for buy- example we tell you don't buy Peugeots because they're Peugeots you can't come back to us and say I didn't buy a Peugeot and this happened
1: yeah but, but then happen. if they go and buy something else and something goes wrong
0: but I'm not recommending anything else I'm just telling you don't, don't buy that one
1: all right, maybe there are some things where the advice yeah, is completely see. valid. U- ultimately, what we're trying to say is, don't blame us for your own decisions.
0: Uh, yeah, you're just listening to us to pass the time when you're driving somewhere or washing the dishes or something. You're not listening to us because you want to learn anything. Bear that in mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We should bear that in mind. Um, so with that, what do you want to teach the lovely people about this week? What should we te- teach? Uh, we can't use the word teach, though. What should, should we, we talk, talk about?
0: about? Talk about. Drivel okay.
1: about? That's the name of the I'm show. about? Well, actually, what I want to talk about is the Toyota Yaris. Now, more generally... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Stop. Right. I know that our audience, all 10 of them, have probably come to expect that we're not going to cover Lamborghinis and McLarens and the fun no, stuff. That. And all the exciting stuff. It's not stuff. fun. But, but... Toyota Yaris. Come on, we owe them something a little bit more interesting. than the Yaris. Listen. Last week, we did the Sayat Ateca, right? And, and I'm surprised that people Total actually waste. stayed awake. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about Toyota Yaris.
0: Listen, we're, listen, what 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 are we here for? We are your average Joe talking about your average things, right? I know. You don't get any more average than a Toyota Yaris, yes, okay? Yes, but they want to so be entertained. The, they will be, trust me, they will be entertained, right? So a Toyota Yaris is per, the perfect car for your average person, yeah? Just driving from A to B to C, yeah? You're talking about those, all those other cars that are fun, And I'm I'm actually going to say they're not fun, right? So when I talk about the Toyota Yaris, I mean, in general, small cars, but this is one that I've particularly been driving for a couple of days now, okay, the Toyota Yaris. And I I love it. Absolutely love it. It is the most practical car I've ever driven.
1: I'm sorry, what? The The most
0: practical practical car I've ever driven. And by practical, I mean, so I was driving something today. I'm not going to, I'll talk about it another day. It was a a big, horrible thing, right? (laughs) A big, horrible thing. Didn't even have cup holders in it. Did, okay. This is a brand new car out there. I think it's a 19 player saying no cup holders. This is Yaris that I've been driving there's no eight play. and I, I've is lost it, Hang catch. on hang
1: on not only are we talking about a Toyota Yaris we're talking about a Toyota Yaris that's 12 years old.
0: Yeah, guys like,
1: honestly if you want to switch off now I won't be offended I get it. I'm you, to No, no, no!
0: You don't get it. You don't get it. Listen, you get into that. Toy- there's cubby holes all over the place. You could put your kids in some of those holes. Listen, how many times do we get into a car? <laughs> well, you, need you open to, the glove there's box.
1: there's no space anywhere else inside <laughs>
0: the car. How many times we get into a car, open the glove box, and there's no space there? You know what? This is literally. True. I'm. I'm talking no space. Yeah.
1: This is actually a problem. So I once owned a BMW 6 Series. So not the latest shape. Before they decided to scrap it, the shape before the Tramp tap. The Tramp's hat, the yeah. E63. Mine wasn't a convertible, though. It was it was a coupe, so it didn't have the Tramp's hat. It had a fixed roof. It was a Tramp, then. It was the Tramp without that, yeah. Yes. yeah. It was E63 shape. Um, And that car had a glove box that was... Bear in mind, it's massive. This thing's Yeah, it's small car. Just absolutely yeah. gigantic. Yeah. On the inside, it, it had no storage whatsoever. Door bins were tiny. You could just about fit your hand in the door bin. And it had a glove box that wasn't even capable of holding its own user manual.
0: Because it's probably got, like, I don't know, the fuse box enclosed in there or something. He's got, like, a small little... Is, is this ridiculous? I mean, the car I've got at the moment, I've drove down in massive and the glove box is tiny. The Yaris, so obviously for those who don't know, so you've got the the dash or in the centre. So in front of you... <laughs> for those that don't know, there's a dash in the centre of the
1: car. Breaking news. <laughs> Give no, them some the, credit. They, know, the they dash, know this. The binnacle. The binnacle. The, 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 the binnacle. Um, so it's on the, in the centre yeah.
0: of the car. So right. in front of you, where yeah. it normally is, there's you can press a button, there's like a top... Glove box there, plenty of
1: space. They would have on done the- that for cost saving, by the way, to put the instrument cluster in the middle because they don't have to adjust it for left oh, and right. I don't care what they saving.
0: did it for, but it gives me more space. Okay, yeah? So on the front, you've got the thing that opens up. You've got plenty of space, like a glove box on top. Then just by the vents, you've got a cup holder you can pull out. You've got a, a specific cup holder in the door. Underneath the uh, the dashboard in front of you, there's, a, there's like a cup holder thing there. In the dash center, there's two pockets on the side. You can put your cans, your drink along, the, along how many, the how many um, fucking drinks do you need mate, I'm telling you it's got <laughs> then, then, then then the cent, center console at the bottom it's got like cup holder places there then you've got two glove boxes on the other side again with a cup holder thing under the dash you can pull out the bins are, I can fit my little in, in the bins the boot I don't know if, I don't, it's probably pints not litres but I can easily put five Aldi shopping bags in there no problem five Aldi
1: shopping bags yeah. so, 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 so just to carry on from last week we've gone from measuring boot size in litres to pints to suitcases Keeping to prams to Aldi shopping Back, exactly. you're not going to
0: get a pram in there to be fair you're not going to get a pram you might get a small one in there but not a massive one but the back seats the, the whole car is so much space in it i can sit in the back and i'm quite tall you know and a lot of cars i get into if someone sat someone sat behind me when i'm driving they they have very little space being in this car i've had it had like four or five people in it no one's complained about space
1: how did you get five people into a yaris is it
0: genuinely is that is that honestly genuinely this yaris it's just it's just space. And that's where the practicality comes into. It's just it's just it's a it's a car for the very basic it is a basic car, but it does the basic fundamentals it needs you to do. Gives you practicality, needs you to get it needs to get you from A to B in relative comfort in the terms of you've got space. On top of that, it's just a small, city little car. It's a one-liter engine. Mm Mate, you can drive the nuts off of this car. (laughs) And being a Toyota, nothing's going to happen to the engine. No, that's true. So (laughs) to drive around the car, you know, you mentioned earlier about Ferraris and Lamborghinis. This car, I will argue, is much more fun to drive than any Lamborghini, Ferrari, whatever you want around town.
1: I will agree with you there, right? One of the things that really bothers me about new cars, and there are many things that bother me about new cars. I will get to them later. But the one thing that really bothers me about new cars and new kind of... Anything that is mildly performance-orientated these days, and it doesn't take much, you can't really enjoy them on the road because by the time you get to the top of third gear, yeah. you are well in excess of the speed yeah. limit. And, and I know, you know we're all about having fun in cars and enjoying driving, but ultimately we all have a social responsibility to not yeah. kill each other while we're driving. Um, new cars that are you know, turbocharged and have some kind of element of performance, but even some of the older stuff, they're great, but how often would you get onto a track to be able to exploit the forms? And I know right now I sound like the very exact opposite of what a petrol head might say. No, but there's relevance to it because when you're driving these small cars, these one liter three cylinder engines that you can rev the nuts off, there is a lot of fun to be had by uh, hitting uh, the red line in more than just two gears and not losing your license as a result.
0: But the and that's what being a petrol head's about. No, you just said you don't sound like a petrol head. No, you don't. A petrol head. It's about enjoying what you have and knowing how to enjoy it. So a petrol head isn't. I've got a Lamborghini. I've got a Ferrari. That doesn't make you a petrol head. Not at
1: all. I think that makes you a YouTuber. I think that's what. That's what makes you a YouTuber. What makes you you a YouTuber? Yeah.
0: What makes you a petrol head is appreciating uh, the differences in the cars and knowing how to enjoy a car. Like like you said. To me, I'm almost like listen. Supercars should be banned and only sold and used on a track because and not to sixty times. What are you going to do with a 0 to 60 time?
1: Have you seen some okay. of the 0 to 60 times of no. normal
0: cars these days? No, because it's irrelevant. In the real world, a Lamborghini is no faster than my Toyota Yaris.
1: Because you're all stuck in traffic on the A4.
0: Thank you very much. And you can only do 30 miles an hour on these roads or national speed limit on the road. And then there's traffic lights and there's traffic. So someone in a Lamborghini isn't going to get to town centre any quicker than I am in my Yaris. But the Yaris, you'll have fun getting there because you can use a lot more of the Yaris. Like you said, you can use a lot more of the power band uh, the car has power yeah it's regardless of what it has but you can use a lot more of that power band and you know when you if you want to drive it a bit briskly you can it's a lot more fun the limit's a lot the lower. limit is a lot a lot lower so you'll enjoy it if yeah. you're on it so it, those cars are a lot more fun on the road I mean it's, I, I, I haven't had many small cars the only other small car I had was a, a, a Mini and I hated it because it was so impractical and that's what I guess put me off
1: of. original Mini or BMW Mini the BMW Mini. Yeah, okay. BMW. They are very the impressive. Oh, my. Because they're not even... I mean, the original Mini, I get, right? The original Mini was tiny. So you can forgive the fact that inside, whilst you could fit adults in it and they could see comfortably there wasn't 3,000 cup holders like you got in the Yaris. But the new Mini... I think new Mini. It's not new anymore. It came out no. in 2002, so it's so, quite yeah, old. Yeah. But... It's not even like it was small on the outside. It was no, pretty, fairly it was decent sized on the outside. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah,
0: it and, was and it big. It was It was, horrible. I, I, remember, I don't even think it had cup holders anywhere to put your phone. You've got a real obsession with cup holders, haven't you? Yeah, listen, nine times out of ten when you're driving around, if you've got to go somewhere, you're going to have a coffee or a drink or whatever. <laughs> even your phone. You've got to have somewhere to put your phone, right? Yeah.
1: In a Mini, you can even put your phone anywhere. Yeah, no, that is true. And, and uh, did you, have you ever tried to sit in the back seats of one of those minis? No way. You wouldn't no fit. Way. You would not. not fit. No way. No, I, wouldn't. I and wouldn't. And it's not like, by the way, that they made the back seat um, space smaller so that the boot would be sensible. The, oh, boot's, no, the boot's tiny boots as, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's probably got a bigger boot actually. I'm not really sure what went wrong with the mini in terms of packaging. I
0: don't, I don't know. I, I, it hasn't really got any better either, though, has it? Think about it. I mean, they brought out the Countryman and the Clubman, yeah, but the, 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 it hasn't got any don't better. For, don't as forget
1: as well. the, the the paceman. The Let's not that. talk about the
0: paceman. We don't need to talk about that. That's just another tramp sat, please. So anyone that sees anyone that drives a paceman needs to be shot. Sure. So but, but but back to the original point though, like in terms of being a petrol head and practicality and stuff, small cars are practical. Yeah. And they're you know, in terms of what you need to get around for your daily, yeah, if you want to have a little fun car that you can ride around in the track. But it, you know what would be amazing, it, what I'd like to know, sorry, is all these people that have their M four, M fives, Lambos um, mclarens how many of them actually take it to a track
1: not many oh, well, nice. because
0: i bet half of them don't have anywhere near any capability or skills to be able to drive it around the track for what it was designed for yeah
1: no, yeah right and i think there's a difference right because there you, you named a few different cars there i would say like m3s and m4s m5s that you know they are mm. what are classes that they're yeah, they are bloody quick cars, but yeah. they're performance kind of family-oriented cars. So you can, you can see why there's an appeal for those as a road car. Yeah, you yeah. Want to make switch, yeah, yeah. Swift progress that, yeah. so that you know some of them, yeah. some of them make a nice noise. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get it. But yeah, you're right in terms of the supercars. It, it's crazy, and you know what's even more crazy, um, is that most supercars are driven in London. People just <laughs> buy them to drive up and down Knightsbridge.
0: Well, they're not buying to drive. They just buy them to rev them outside outside Harris, don't they but yeah you're right they are just around there up and
1: down a a busy road yeah talk about a waste (laughs) of a car do you honestly think that when the the great minds at Ferrari or McLaren or Lamborghini or even Porsche Kind of sat down with designs and start talking about engineering capabilities and what the engine would be able to do and the chassis and the, hand chassis, the hand, all of that yeah. stuff and they go, yeah, we're going to do all that so some pillock can sit so outside Harrods, Harrods yeah. and get an asbo ticket for making yeah. too much noise by revenue and engine. a
0: true petrol head will find that heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. That is what a petrol head is all about because yeah. it's a shame because that engineering, that the you know the technical ability, the effort that's gone into, it, like you said, is just going to waste for someone yeah. to just pose. Yeah, and those people don't. You know they don't understand, appreciate, respect the cars that they that they have because they don't know when
1: because to them it's just a showpiece. Yeah, and 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 actually, you know what? In that case, you might as well if you want something that's going to be noisy, just buy a Range Rover SVR. Just do that. Yeah, you know, that makes a huge yeah, amount of noise. It, the, ha- the handling won't be anything to write home about. I'm sure it's great for what it is. I've yeah. never driven one. Don't really care to drive one. Or
0: buy a Ford Transit MRST Sport, making even better noise than the SVR, and it's more practical. <laughs> i'm telling you how uh, many cup holders of that mate that's got loads of, it's got that you know what actually if you want to buy a 4x4 don't get a van these days the vans just as comfortable obviously they've got loads more practicality and they're great to drive but what but if we'll, you, i'll come back to that on another episode though yeah yeah let, let's that do later, that yeah, because i'm a
1: bit confused I mean, yeah. in the event you wanted to carry more than uh, two other people and not want to sit right next to them three abreast I'm not really sure that you... Uh, you're not much far away from
0: them in a the range, but right, how much space does that give like, you? Need. Yeah, I know, but you can put you can get under. second row seats in, these, in, the, in any any vans
1: these days. Vans are not what they used to be, you know? So you're... you're I was going to say piece of advice, but we're not allowed to give advice. And this is why you shouldn't follow our advice, because he's telling yeah. you to go and buy a van, for fuck's sake.
0: Mate, you can... I would say an MRS... I think the MSRT or MRST... And he doesn't Transit, even know the name of Transit. it. he got too many... Letters, letters abbreviations yeah. but that the transporter is a nice van if you want like if you think like if, listen I've got you know if you're thinking you've got kids and you need push chairs
1: if you're thinking you've got kids you got no. kids. You don't know if you've got kids <laughs> you don't know if you don't know if you've got them I would suggest I mean, if you if you're into thinking that. about practicality you've got kids <laughs>
0: and push chairs and shopping and troll you know all that stuff and then you just open the doors chuck it in <laughs> chuck them all in just Off throw them go. all in
1: that's it <laughs> yeah yeah alright then I've got to do a
0: bit more research and this was why I said we'll save it for another day but, but that's something some I going to talk about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. getting
1: back to small cars right yeah I think, I think a lot of us probably could relate to that because probably 90% oh no actually you know I'm 100% of normal people normal people are you know the guys that aren't uh, and the girls who aren't born with a silver spoon in their mouths and yeah. don't get given something ridiculous yep. for their 16th birthday even though they can't drive in the UK till they're seventeen. Mm-hmm most and almost all normal people, their first experience of driving will, will be, a be small, in a yeah, small yeah. city car with a a three-cylinder or maybe a four-cylinder engine. And yeah. I can guarantee you every single one of them will have fun. Fun, them. Yeah, have yeah, fun yeah, in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they fun in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For whatever reasons, you know, who knows yeah. what you get up to well, as an 18-year-old. Yeah. But um, hey, do you think? You're 18, you know? <laughs> great uh, there's plenty of space in them <laughs> but, uh, but yeah absolutely you know th- that's that's the appeal yeah, of small cars one well. you should enjoy that that part of it
0: Def- I'm, I'm going to go through I'm going go through stage now where I want to try and I'm going to try and just test, test drive own most of the small cars I can
1: well the ones that appeal to me anyway do you know what I'd like to drive again? Is the first car that I ever had. I shared it with my sister, who I know is going to be listening to this episode. Mm. This is going to make her smile, as, mm. I, as I as I say. It. Uh, we shared a 1996 uh, Renault Clio 1.4 oh, RT. God. So this was the shape. in 9 the 1996 shape was this the, is one the that shape was where people
0: used to stick their stripes on?
1: When they used to stick the stripes stripes
0: on, on the down the middle. Under I'm not sure. This is like you're the blue to. the Clio. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, the, the Clio Williams was oh, that yeah, shape okay, That yeah, was a yeah, great Yes, It was yes. the same shape as okay, that yeah. I've no idea what the chassis code was I'm sure if I did some research You're
0: letting the nerds down I am. They the are nothing down. There goes I'm, the five stars we were going to get I'm from I'm really them. sorry
1: But this car was amazing 1.4 litre petrol engine I've no idea how much power it generated yeah. But it can't have been much more than 100 horsepower exactly. um, yeah. had a really, yeah really strong Tappity, knocking type noise That's probably because it was made of it was, made, aluminum. it was made in France yeah four, right.
0: well yeah there you go
1: um, the best best feature about this car this was a three door version mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a three door version can't remember actually um, it wasn't particularly practical the boot was big enough for me to put a 12 inch subwoofer in it wicked no shopping then no shopping why would I need to be shopping when I was 18 when I was going, 18 yeah, yeah. years old do you know what mattered music music, and everybody else hearing it before they could see me oh that's gosh, what mattered yeah. of course i was an 18 year old that grew up in the midlands what else did you uh, i bet
0: you uh, did you uh, did you have the exhaust on there that sounded no, louder than the car was actually going no
1: no no no, no, no I, didn't okay. I didn't do that i was didn't do that you didn't get to that point i yet. was only obnoxious from the music point of view i wasn't okay. obnoxious from an exhaust or an intake point of view oh, okay but the best feature about this car was that when you got to <clears throat> outside motorway lane speeds I won't say no, how yeah. speed that is because we're recording a podcast, yeah. obviously. But whenever you got to outside lane speeds, um, the wing mirrors would... Fall sh- off. No, they wouldn't fall off. They'd <laughs> stay attached. This was one better than some others. They'd stay attached the wing mirrors would shake to a point where they were useless like <laughs> the shake that was because you had them stuck on with gaffer tape no 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 this was how they were bolted on now I don't know if the car had been in some questionable accidents wait in the didn't past.
0: they used to have like this rubber yes they thing did thing on the side well, in between yes yes yeah, yeah they had this oh, rubber God, gasket
1: yeah. and I don't know if that was the sole thing that was holding the mirrors on do you know what they probably
0: did that because if they didn't have that they would fall off yeah. on outside lane <laughs> speed so they thought you know we're we'll trying to absorb some of the
1: vibrations well <laughs> it didn't do a great job because the vibrations were so intense that when you looked in those mirrors as you were driving along, you you couldn't see a thing. You couldn't tell if there was a car coming up next to you or if it was a million miles away or if it yeah. had gone past you at that point. Oh, the I mirrors did. were awful. But the memories of that car were fantastic. It was brilliant because to, the, to your point... You could rev the oh. nuts off it. You could drive it hard. Yeah. You could hear those tappets bouncing off of each other. But they would never come out. It would never. Well, maybe it was French. It was not so much like the Arrows. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but it never did came. It never did yeah. come out when when I had the car. Anyway, it's like. the simplicity of the
0: of the engineering as well. These small cars are simple, basic. There's nothing yeah. much to go wrong with them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Although my
1: timing yeah. belt did snap. Well, yeah, that's just poor maintenance. That isn't was it? poor so maintenance. Poor that was poor maintenance, maintenance yeah. from the previous. Yeah, yeah. I said previous owner. It probably had about seven previous owners. Oh yeah, probably back in those
0: days. Actually, if I talk about the car, well, the car a Rover, my Rovers again.
1: I'd love to own a Rover. We're back again. to Rover. That's
0: advice. Actually, I'm happily. I'll happily give that advice. Buy a Rover if you. It's like an Alpha. You know, everyone says look, if you're petrol head, if you're not a true petrol if you haven't owned an Alpha Romeo, yeah, which just you're not a last true pe- week. You're not a true petrol if you haven't owned a Rover. If you haven't backed the best of British, then well, you're not a patriot either. But. <laughs> You've got to have a rover. You know, <laughs> well, it's the two twenty or a six twenty T. So the yeah. massive
1: obsession with cup holders and now all of a sudden you're you're really, really patriotic yeah. and you're saying you're claiming a I've always been patriotic. You are claiming. That's fine, that's fine. I've yeah. got an issue with that. What but, but what I do have an issue with issue with is you claiming that you can't be a petrol head unless you've owned a rover. Have you ever owned one? Have we ever had a Rover in our family? I've never personally Have you no, no, I'm wasting my time doing one. this podcast with you then, aren't I? You might as well leave. No, you can leave. <laughs> you can leave until you've owned a Rover and then you come back. We and considered you know one. My dad considered one at some point in the past. I remember going to look at a 216 GTI. Oh, yeah, the hatchback. The yeah, the hatchback. Yeah, 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 yeah yes, yeah. yes. It was in Collie. British Racing Green. I don't know if yeah, yeah, Rover, called right. no, Rover called it British Racing Green. No, Rover called it British Racing Green. That was a nice colour, actually. We considered one. We never
0: bought it. Yeah. Get Trust me. Get one they don't cost much these days. Actually, no, that's a lie. They would we'll have just to buy it in pieces, on like a, like a no, rusted. No, well, edg- I put it together
1: for you. Don't worry about that. So we'll have to buy it in pieces. Of no, edg- it'll come edg- to you
0: in one piece. I'll just make sure it runs for you. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> but the rover.
0: Listen, it's, it's the it's the last best bit of british engineering we had with car you've got to listen if you're if you're a petrol head go you've got to buy owner rover my recommendations are the 220 turbo coupe which to be fair are pretty hard to get so and the 620 ti again which are hard to get but the rover 800 the coupe the Vitez, the sterling the Sli, oh my god, those were they were beautiful. Hang on, which shape? And are you they were comfortable about?
1: because because the Rover 800 had like this. Uh, there, were, there were two distinct shapes that I can remember. Yeah. When you say coupe, I'm thinking there's one that's quite big bodied. Yes, um, and, the and, Vitesse and, came in that yeah. And for some reason, whenever I think about it, I can only ever think about it in that weird burgundy colour that Rover did. I can't think of yeah. It in they any seem other to com- they
0: seem to like pr- like promoting that colour. I wasn't yeah, a fan of weird. it, but. but
1: then there was another Rover 800 that followed, which looked a little bit anemic. So it it was long, yeah, but it. Almost looked quite slim and skinny, and it just long and skinny. Wait, no,
0: no, you're thinking of, so. I don't have. And it was a, that was a,
1: and that was a four door saloon version. That was that was later. Than and you think like G Reg?
0: Uh,
1: no, I'm thinking uh, mid '90s, so like E no, P- Reg, R Reg, though that kind of shape for over 800. So I know
0: we had a G Reg, g five. So that's in 1989, yeah, 89. Yeah, and that was the the Sterling that we had, and that was the sort of long, sharp, pointy sort of one that they had, and then they basically. Remodeled that and it became a lot sort of softer and smoother. And then they did a coupe version of that, which was just obviously long and sort of rounded and stuff. Yeah, that um, was not, they were nice, man. They were, they were lovely, they were, they were comfortable. And in back in those days, Rover was well ahead of their time. They'd let electric seats, heated seats, massage seats, they had it all in there.
1: I don't know why I'm showing such an interest. I'm not going to buy one. Yeah, you are. You are. We'll get you into one. We'll get, uh, listen,
0: I'll, when I find one, I'll get one and I'll give you the keys and then you tell me. It's fun. It's fun to drive. Forget anything else. If I had to describe it, it's fun to drive. When I get one, then um, you can have the keys.
1: Great. I look forward to that. Yeah. I'll probably give them straight back to you. No, you won't. Trust me, you won't.
0: <laughs> it, t- think about what I was talking about, the Yaris and then the Rover. So much fun. Because it didn't have really much capability. So the limits were quite close in that. So it was just fun. It was, it was a really fun car to drive around town. Mm.
1: Good to know. I mean, we've spoken a fair amount about um, old cars. Um, and, and many of our listeners probably wondering what a Rover even is. Uh, we're referring to cars from... You know, we're, we're saying things like yeah. G-Reg yeah. and P-Reg. That's um, a distant thing now. now well, it's not, not even a thing anymore. But what I do want to talk about in this episode, what I want to bring it on to is completely up to date... I want bonnet. to talk about new car fads and trends and not no. the good stuff, not the the fact that cars are now safer than they used to be. And they've got all these wonderful safety systems and convenience systems. No, 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 In amongst all the goodness, there are some things that are awful. And you know where I'm going to start with what you've Bunch just said. In front of the bonnet. No, no, no! Forget design. Okay. There are there are a million other actual motoring journalists out there talking about the design of the new BMW M3 and the M4. Oh, let's not. We will eventually talk about them when depreciation has taken its toll, and we may be able to get behind the wheel of one. Buy or drive, yeah. Yeah. At at which point we'll give you our opinion on it. So in about twenty years' time, look forward to us talking about the 2021 uh, BMW M3 and M4. Until Until then, it's Yaris's
0: and Rovers. Yeah.
1: Until then, it's Yaris's, Rovers, and the occasional Seat. Maybe even a Vauxhall. Who knows? things are going to come soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, what I want to get back to is the point you made around the Rovers and comfort. Comfort is missing on modern day cars. I, I said this last week when I drove the, uh, when I spoke about the Seat Ateca that I was driving. It's an SUV, it's lifted up off the ground, you would expect it to be comfortable and it really wasn't comfortable. And, and mm. th- that's not just yeah. exclusive to like SUVs and things like that. Just normal saloon cars are not comfortable anymore and you know why they're not comfortable? And I'm going to sound like a really, really old person with what I'm about to say. Yeah. I have an idea but go on. Low profile tyres. That yeah, well is why. actually
0: I was going to yeah okay I was going to say that but I suppose what I was going to say was Nürburgring.
1: Yeah and, and well, but but this is the point why do you think low profile well, tyres are a thing? Everything pro- has
0: to go around the Nürburgring
1: I don't know why. Or a track quickly. Right? Yeah yeah. Do go back to your point of naught to 60. We why? are obsessed with statistics that mean nothing in the real world. When I can't even think of a statistic that they might be able to come up with for comfort but no one's ever bloody yeah. tried no they haven't yeah maybe 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 we should give cars a pillar rating unfortunately it's it's no good for our listeners though because we're going to be pillar rating cars that um, you know were available to buy 15 years ago I'm sure we'll have some old people listening. <laughs> yeah, there and then you they could reminisce. Yeah, yeah. But that's one thing that really bothers me. Like, you know, no, you're right. It's to do with low profile tyres, and low profile mm, tyres mm. are there to suit like really hard suspension, and the hard suspension is there because of a, a you know a, a really uh, stiff chassis, and that's all there so you can get around a track that you're never going to take your car on, even if yeah. you've got a supercar and get around it as quickly as possible. The worst the worst is like low
0: profile tires, unlike what you're saying, something like an Ateca or a 4x4. Four four. What, what? Why would you put low profile tires on those? Like you see people driving around with 1920s on on, on a 4x4, four four. that's not what it's designed for.
1: No, and, and I get by the way, I know when I made the comment of I'm gonna sound old, I enjoy a good looking car wow. more than anybody else just as much as anybody else sorry um, I have modified cars in the past and I've put bigger wheels on and made them look good and load suspensions and stuff like that and I get that I get the appeal Apeal of that My right, yeah. but but a lot of people if we go back to the regular petrol head won't a lot that. of people won't do that and they won't go and buy a car because you know the, the 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 wheels look great and the suspension sits nicely and it's got a great stance I'm using air quotes even though I'm on a podcast and no one can see me using air quotes They'll go and buy a car because aesthetically overall it, lo- it looks all right. Now, for yeah. those people, if you were to drop the wheel size by about an inch and increase tire di- uh, the tyre the, the um, radius yeah. by that equivalent amount to give them the comfort and raise the suspension make by big, 10 or 15 millimetres to give them the comfort, difference. they probably would not notice the aesthetic difference of the car. It'd still look just as no, appealing yeah, to them, yeah, look just yeah. as nice, the design would work just as well, and they'd still go and buy it. But you know what? They'd then get in return. The comfort they'd notice. The comfort. They would, they would notice absolutely notice yeah, the comfort. Yeah, yeah. And then they yeah, would enjoy the yeah. car a lot. Because I think 60s,
0: Six, I don't know I'm just thinking of a number 60-70% of, of people don't you're just thinking of a number you, you just make up a statistic yeah 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 that's what we're here to do <laughs> no one can come back to us can they <laughs> disclaimer disclaimer <laughs> but 60-70% to 70%, okay 69% of people there you go um, when they buy a car they're not link, thinking about modifying it or changing the what or changing this or putting this on there that exhaust on there they're just going to buy it because and you, you know what know, the ones who are
1: modified then they can drop the suspension lower they can yeah, put yeah, the course. bigger wheels on with the lower profile tyres and ruin the comfort for for this for uh, the sake of the uh, for the Looks, looks, and yeah, that's fine. By the way, I've got nothing against. That. As I said, I've done it before, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the the car culture. Whatever avenue. It takes. I hate
0: the stance culture. I hate. Oh
1: yeah, apart from ridiculous it. things like stance yeah. with excess camber that does nothing but wear out yeah. the inside edge yeah. of your tires. For those um,
0: that don't know, stance is where people have the car that drops down like halfway down the wheel, yeah. and they they're sticking out.
1: Yeah, well, the wheels just, stick out. Yeah. It's, it's, picture the uh, the scene from Back to the Future where the DeLorean takes off and you know oh, the wheel yeah. fold underneath. It yeah, yeah, does it yeah, yeah. the yeah. exact opposite way. Yeah. That's what stances and it's awful. Um, and then the other thing that I don't like, whilst I'm a big fan of car modifying culture, if you do own a car with a three cylinder engine or a four cylinder petrol engine that's got about 100 horsepower, don't put an exhaust on it. That's the same size as your head. General no, rule of thumb no, yeah. if you can fit your head inside of the exhaust it's, it's too, too big. big it's too big yeah, yeah. don't yeah, do that yeah, yeah. No, no one likes yeah. that yeah and if
0: all you're hearing is exhaust and your car's not going anywhere don't please don't fit that yeah, I, don't do that.
1: save yourself yeah. the 60 pound you would have spent in halfords and and uh, you know don't go to halfords don't go to halfords well, yeah, at mean, all there, for there, anything there's that there, yeah. there's, that. there's if you,
0: that i went into my local one the other day and now it's just it's full of kids Literally, they just don't know anything. I mean, I don't often shop at Halfords anyway. But I, back in the day, it used to be there. There used to be people that were actually knowledgeable about cars. Now, it's just people like part-time oh, you're job... Or, the, you're
1: talking about the people that work there? I was talking about the customer base. Oh, no, no.
0: Sorry, the people that work there. Like, if you don't know what you're looking for... Don't go to Halfords to ask. Well, they're
1: not going to help you. All oh, right? They're not
0: going to know anything. If you don't know, you're better off doing some research, dropping us a mail or something, and we'll answer it for you. But this is a public don't, service. Don't no go to, well, on a Sunday, I've got nothing better to do, I suppose.
1: All right, you can do that. I'm quite
0: busy. Sometimes. Well, you've got the link to the Instagram account. I don't. So check the DMs. You don't know who might slide in there. <laughs> but they, don't, they actually don't know anything. So it's, it's going there is pointless unless you know what you're going for.
1: Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. Where were we? I was talking about, that's it, modern cars and the things that I don't like. So comfort is one thing, right? Yeah. Uh, And um, yeah, that's, it's a real bugbear of mine. But there are other bugbears of mine that are even worse. So the first thing is fake vents and fake. Fake vents? Fake vents, fake exhausts, fake exhaust sounds, fake engine sounds, fake anything. Wait, you can't have a
0: fake exhaust though. You can have. You can have fake exhaust noise. noise. I get that. No, you no, can't no. fake exhaust. Have
1: you not seen the back of any modern Mercedes diesel? They've got like what looks like an exhaust from a distance because it's got the chrome outline of where the exhaust tailpipe may come out. Get up close to it. The black in the middle is filled in plastic. There is no exhaust coming out of there. The exhaust is then underneath yes. the car, pointing downwards, and it's normally a little crappy pea shooter. Oh yeah yeah, 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 of. You used to get them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. Why? Why are you doing that? It's not like people look at a car and go, "Oh, there's no visible exhaust. This must be terrible." People are buying Teslas left, right, and center, and there's no visible exhaust on I've, them. A Tesla's can be different,
0: but actually, to your point, uh, uh, we go back to aesthetics again. Most of the cars these days are about aesthetics, and people want to see like a big chunky oval exhaust, nice chrome tips, and that on there. And I, I, I argue, I argue that point. I think people do want to see that.
1: I don't. I don't think they do. I think if you just mm. took a normal, nice bumper design in the rear that was clean, well designed, and you didn't didn't force an exhaust to appear from it, even though it's not actually an exhaust, no one would give a shit.
0: I, I think you're right to a point. I think well, I think these days people are just sheep, especially when it comes to the the big brands, you know, like BMW well, yeah. and the BMW, they'll, they'll buy whatever they churn out. So I think yeah, to that I think you're right I don't, but to some I don't, degree. They, yeah. they
1: will, right? But at the end of the day, if you're looking for a premium German saloon car, right? And 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 you read all the the the, the reviews and the test drive uh, from the from the professional journalist, i.e. not from us, um and you go and determine that the best car for you is a Mercedes C220 diesel, whatever it might be, right? And you go. Other and cars use, are available. Other cars are available, of course they're available. And you go and buy one of those. Fine, you go and buy one of those. But you're not going to turn up and then go, oh, it's got fake exhaust therefore I'm not going to buy it. I mean, you're not us. No, 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 no. We no. would make an emotive decision like that.
0: But having said that, if you turn up there and a the car had no exhaust, yeah, you fine. could have a visible force. Do you think... It, I don't know actually, I'm I might look at you and think, hang
1: on, wait, is, there's, right. where's the exhaust? Geek moment for you Volkswagen Golf, the Mark IV diesels, right? They didn't have a visible exhaust because it was this was pre uh, diesel particulate filter days and so oh, yeah, the exhaust had did, to point yeah, downwards. Yeah. So the exhausts were just behind the bumper and they point downwards. And if you look carefully, you could see underneath. But then the diesel exhaust
0: didn't really give you much. Why would you have a diesel exhaust hanging out in it? But all the petrols did though, didn't they?
1: Uh, yes, they did, but but this is my point. This goes back to my point of we're talking modern cars. There's a lot of modern diesel still being sold, even though the government wants to get rid of them. Yeah. And they all have fake exhaust. So to your point, if it's a diesel, what's the exhaust going to give you nothing? Why do you want to have a visible exhaust? There's nothing oh, there.
0: But I think all actually all diesels have the exhaust pointing downwards, and I think mm, the reason no behind- with the
1: with the when DPF kind of DPS came in and, and exhausts were kind of cleaned up and there was a lot less black soot that was chucked yeah. down the back because the soot wouldn't then damage the, the, the bumper paint exhausts did start coming out the rear I, of the car and they had chrome tips and all sorts I don't think it was because of the uh, damaging the paint I, no no
0: I mean you're saying because I think it was more to do with because if you had it straight out and if you're sat behind a diesel car and you've got your air con or your vents on and fresh air that diesel's coming straight into your car yeah but the,
1: but the DPS do well, they're meant to uh, collect as much of the bad gases as possible. So you won't oh, okay. get that sweet diesel smile that, oh, that okay, you're referring yeah, yeah. to. But yeah. anyway, yeah, my point, I'm, I can't stand it. Just don't put them on. They're not there anyway. It's just a design feature. It probably cost you more as a design yeah, house to go on, and design yeah. that, to then manufacture that into a bumper. If you just had a clean one-piece bumper or whatever it might be, or, or the, 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 the kind of the rear... Uh, bit at the bottom of the, it, valance, of what, the valance yeah the rear valance yeah, yeah. for example if it's just yeah. a single piece without these stupid cutouts that, that are irrelevant and blocked in anyway yeah. it's probably cheaper for you to manufacture and, and you'd be doing well at least two people a favour because we yeah. wouldn't be well, um, only annoyed two that matter. by it yeah, yeah we are the only two that matter actually yeah. but um, fake but vents fake
0: vents fake vents is a thing in terms of what, what vents so, like air vents like, like heat vents you mean no no no
1: not inside the car outside the car Fake vents internally would be even more stupid. Yeah. And I can't, oh, you mean, coming. you mean the crappy ones on the wings and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
0: Like people used to take off an M3 to put on their car to make it look like an M3, those kind of wings. Yeah, but manufacturers yeah, yeah, are now yeah, yeah. doing it. You yeah, know,
1: fake vents, like, what is a vent for? So, so. On Genu- genuine performance cars, right, vents serve a purpose to cool brakes, to aid airflow into the engine, into the airbox, to aid aerodynamics.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're talking, but that's, that, you have a brake vent for that, so that's typically at the front of the bumper, yeah, and it's channeled through to the vents. But are you talking about the vents that are on the side of the wings?
1: Typically, Um, well, in in some cases, the because they do
0: nothing, even if it's an M three or an M five, just there. I mean, unless
1: it's a Porsche nine eleven turbo, because the vents on the uh, side—that's different. Yeah, that's completely, but but that's a
0: completely different market we're looking at. Yeah, they challenge the air, with downforce and stuff. So, So,
1: so fake vents are annoying i mean if, if it's not fake and it lets air in even you could argue that the air is not doing anything or making a difference fine but at least it's not fake what just so bothers- on the same
0: page so would you class the a, like the m3 vents on the wings as a fake right because to me they're fake
1: yeah, they, well they're, they don't go into anything I'm not they don't sure do anything
0: you- and they're not going to help with dis- dispersing air coming out of there so they're just yeah. fake vents they've put on there for purely
1: cosmetics right
0: uh, and yeah. that's how I see it. Yeah. Right, fine. And, and, and
1: here's a great okay. example of a modern car. Forgive me, yeah. I'm going to talk about a modern car for a second. The 2020 Audi S3. I'm a big fan of hot hatchbacks, so I know I'm into that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah. 2020 Audi S3. I think it's a very nice looking car. I'm sure it drives wonderfully. Maybe one day I'll get the keys to there it. If are anybody no modern wants to let me drive theirs, though. then uh, please do. I'm more yeah. than happy to take your keys off you and take for a spin. But on the 2020 Audi S3, what they've done is on the... Um, as you're looking at the vehicle on the left side of the front vehicle uh, there is a vent which is a genuine vent and I'm not sure if it's to if it's for the air intake or for the turbo or what but mm-hmm. effectively air can go in and does serve a purpose okay. what they've done is they've put a vent on the on the opposite side on the bumper as well and it's fake it's it's blanked out it's like huh uh, that and and i get that they've done that for design reasons so that it's symmetrical but that would just bug me as an owner of that car that would really can I just, have really a look for, just
0: annoy like, me. I need to visualize what you're what you're saying yeah, to so carry so on you, you so the Audi S3 on yeah
1: yeah if you just visualize the bumper a bumper of the Audi S3 the front bumper you at the bottom low lower you're going to have kind of mesh areas where there are vents and air can flow through on mm-hmm, one side mm-hmm. it's completely functioning vent that does something allows air to flow through for whatever purpose i'm not exactly sure what on the opposite side so that it's completely symmetrical the vent is there. Are you talking about that, yeah? Correct, yeah. That, that's so the those vents better. on the side, yeah, yeah. Yeah, One of them is fake and one of them is real, which is really, really annoying. But wouldn't you want... Well,
0: if they were for cooling brakes, you'd want both of them to be real, wouldn't they? So they're clearly not for cooling brakes because you're only for cooling, cooling one side of it. Yeah,
1: so I can assume it's air intake into the engine. But that, that's one example. Oh, yeah. There are other examples which yeah. are much, much worse. There are cars that have got vents on the back of them, on the back bumper, that are fake vents. Huh? Yeah. To do what? I don't know. So I'm no aerodynamics expert, right? But I know, I'm pretty sure that when you're driving forwards, air hits the front of the vehicle and then flows around it. By the time you get to the back bumper, a vent facing the other way is going to do nothing. Mm. Then to make that vent fake, all you're admitting there is fake vent. So not only it's a case of if it was real, it might do something, and we're tricking people into thinking this is a performance aid, You're actually not even doing that. You're just going, this is just a fake piece of plastic that we've stuck on to make this bumper look more edgy.
0: That's, well, obviously, we have the diffusers, the rear diffusers, which help with downforce. Yeah, 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 But this sounds like nothing to do with that. It sounds just like a hole in the
1: bumper. They've Right, that's exactly what they've done. They've put a hole in the bumper, then they've filled the hole.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's where the towing eye-couple was supposed to go.
1: No, 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 no. There is no practical reason for this other than design. And it's awful, and it winds me up. Yeah, yeah, an you know, incredible that, that, amount.
0: I'll have to. I need to check these. I need to. Look fake exhaust, fake you know.
1: vents. Stop it. Then we move to fake noises. Oh, yeah. There's two types of fake noises. There's fake exhaust noise, and then there's fake engine noise coming into the cabin. They started doing this. BMW started this trend, I think, didn't they? I don't know. Well, with, I know M, I, F10 M5. I'm not. I'm not sure which which model. And I'm not sure if it was BMW. I know that one of the uh, later VW Golf GTIs. I think it may have been Mark Seven had um, a speaker in like the near the wind. Uh, wind oh yeah, even on the dash or something like that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they called it Sound Actor or something like that with a K. Um, and that was effectively there to pipe. Uh, fake engine noise into the cabin Why? to make your performance hot hatch sound more throaty if you're gonna make a performance but, car yeah do you know what just spend a little the, bit of extra time getting the induction it, noise right get,
0: yeah tuning the exhaust from the start and stuff yeah but uh, it, yeah. it's supposed to have a nice sound you don't put a, you can't design you don't design a hot hatch performance hot hatch and don't give the sound any consideration that's that's like fun. That's part. That's what a hot hatch a is experience. half about. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: exactly. is what
0: you do with a hot hatch. You can't hatch, ignore yeah? it all
1: and then go. Oh, I've got a recording. I've got a clip that we got off YouTube. Let's just whack that on Down repeat, here. and there you go.
0: And that's why when you said hot hatch, a modern hot hatch earlier, and I sort of cringed because I don't believe there are any modern hot hatches. I think hot hatches cease to exist.
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe I, think, in the I, think, I think some of the Koreans are getting back to roots. Oh, the no, i thirty n. A hot,
0: a, a hot hatch. Cool. Yeah, traditionally okay, a hot hatch, small. Lightweight, cheap, fun, practical, has some power. If you look at all these modern ones now... None of them are cheap. How many of them are cheap? How many are lightweight? Mm. Yeah? Yeah. How many of them, like, You just killed the sound argument there. Yeah. Fake exhaust noise. It's not... They, again, they're just... And, and it was fun to drive because you could drive it to the limits. Back to the original point. So now, again, they're just, they're just chasing numbers. And they're just chasing finance numbers. They just want to sell them to young people that can get them on finance.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. But... It, Winds me up, massively winds
0: me up. You know what else? Oh, yeah. you're
1: gone. I'll go on I'll go, exactly. I was going
0: to say, what winds me up on these monikers more than anything else, right, is they think they confuse convenience with fucking annoyance. When I open my car door, I know it's open because I opened it. Oh, you right. don't need to bong the shit out of me. Stop telling me it's a like bong, but I know I've opened it. Or if I've opened the boot, or and it's just ridiculous the amount
1: of like noises that come out of a car. For something that you've done, do you know what the best one is? The best one is, I think it's modern Audis that do it now. When you open the door, you get a message pop up on the display, written very aggressively with an exclamation mark in capitals. Don't forget your mobile phone. What do you oh. mean? Don't forget your mobile phone? Yeah, it what? shouts at you to tell you not to forget your mobile phone. It doesn't actually say it through the speakers. That would be good if they did that. I'd yeah, have yeah. yeah. entertaining.
0: No, what do you mean? Don't forget your mobile? What? As in,
1: it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a friendly reminder that comes across. Make sure you have very, your mobile phone with you. Very Germanly aggressive. Yeah, as in no, you, you're, you're getting out of the car. Don't forget to take your mobile phone with you. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. It's gone beyond the point of helpful and just now silly. What next? Just lock, mean, the, the, lock the lock the doors before you leave. Give <laughs> you <get your> handbrake. <laughs> climb on? out the windows. Yeah, yeah. Don't climb out of the windows. Yeah. Is it raining? Check if it's raining. Make sure the sunroof is closed. Oh, but the, you mentioned
0: handbrake. I hate these electric handbrakes. I with a manual handbrake, I pull it up. I know it's on. Yeah, hmm. these modern... Bra- you don't, you I know, don't really have press too press much press to reform with
1: them. them. Huh? I don't really have too much to reform oh, them. Oh, no,
0: I hate them. And especially when it comes to changing the rear brake, oh my god! You've got, you're changing the rear disc, and so now you've got the computer on. Release the handbrake. Make sure it stays open, so you don't cut your fingers off if you change it. It's just ridiculous, man.
1: Okay, from a, from a, from a home mechanics point of view, I get that. Although um, we had one in that, a Mercedes, yeah. and, and what I liked about it was you didn't actually have to put it on and off yourself. If you forgot, it was okay because what happened is when you turned the car off and you open the door, it would come on. It would come on, and then to actually release it, you just drive off, and it would release itself. Yeah, and this is the and thing. That's great.
0: So with some of them now, it tells you like if I'm if i have got the handbrake on, it tells me to release the handbrake put my foot on the brake to release the handbrake before I set off but if I set off it'll release it anyway <laughs> but to your point actually I'll tell you what I, the most annoying thing about modern cars more than anything else is something you just said for the home mechanic they're making it harder and harder and harder for the home mechanic to do any work on their car
1: yeah well I've, it's obvious it's though, simple right? things
0: like changing a light uh, a, bulb, a light bulb is, is becoming like like I don't know which BMW they Have my mate came to me once and said can you change that light bulb for me I was like I was like, seriously, mate. You need to learn how to change a light bulb. Yeah, that's just that's pathetic. Basic. Yeah, basic yeah, instance. Right, that's basic. But I, I can't blame you because you had to put your hand through the um, the arch cover. All oh, right, the okay, so you, had to take the, you
1: had to take the wheel off. Look, the you know, arch well, cover well and turn and the least.
0: wheel off or whatever. Uh, turn the wheel around, sorry, and then open a little hole and put your hand through the arch plastic arch cover up to the light bulb. Nice and easy. I mean, most people are just going to open a bonnet to try and change a light bulb. And now you're having to like yeah. jack the car up, possibly, to change a light bulb. Well,
1: these days, it's all going to be fixed LED units anyway. So you're not going to be changing any light bulbs. Oh, you're yeah, going to well, be spending two, now, yeah. £250 at your dealer to get a brand new light unit. Yeah, which yeah, you're yeah, then yeah. going to have to probably pay them an extra £200 to fit. Yeah. So, uh, yay, happy days. Um, I'm not done yet, by the way. If you thought I was done complaining about modern car things. Are still going on? I'm still, I am still going on. This is another I I one that really, really bothers me. I've got I've got two more on my list that I want to talk about. But the first one is touch screens. Oh yeah. See? See, yeah, yeah. yeah. you are not, you're not yeah. so much against yeah. me complaining yeah. now. No, are no, you? crack on. Touch screens, right, really bother me. And they bother me even more in the UK. Do you know why they bother me in the UK? Why? Um let me start with a touch statistic. A touch screen is a wherever you go, mate. let me start with a statistic. How many people in the UK do you think are left handed?
0: It's not really something I can I, I think about or do any research on if I'm going to be honest. I'm shocked. But why
1: would you not know this? <laughs> yeah, well, that, because, well, that's
0: why you're here. How many people? What as a percentage? As a percentage, you know, you what I just make them up, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. 45%? Forty-five percent. Forty-five. Four. You think more? Almost half people are left-handed. Fucking hell. There's a you're, lot of left-handed people. Oh, okay. you're out of touch with reality. It's ten percent. Is it ten percent? It's just ten percent. I was expecting it to be higher than ten percent. It's a, it is just ten percent. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now we drive right-hand drive cars. Yeah. Which means oh. that our touch now you see where I'm going, yeah. which means yeah. our touch screens are fall to our left hands. Now, I don't know the last time you used your phone. Everyone is right-handed out there. I don't know the last time you used your phone, and then you tried to enter I don't know. An address on Google Maps or other other, app, other map software is yes, available. Yeah. Or try. I don't think we need in. to bother
0: doing that actually, because we're not legally bound by anyone. And yeah. And to be fair, everyone so. now says Google
1: something when exactly. they search for it on yeah. the internet. So yeah, screw that. I retract my anyway? previous statement. Yeah. There are no other map services. It's just yeah. Google. Why would you use any other one anyway? I don't know. Waze. Waze. I was about to say Waze is pretty good. I don't actually. know. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone rants and raves. About I still use Google Maps though. Yes. Yeah, to download Waze. I've got Waze on my phone. You still use Google Maps? so anyway next time you open a google maps try if you're a right-handed person try try typing in the address with your left hand and see how much longer it takes you now take your phone right and put it somewhere floating in midair where there is nowhere for you to rest your wrist on and now try putting in the address with your left hand yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: now try doing that whilst your entire environment is moving and bouncing up and down the road and you are controlling mm-hmm. a vehicle.
0: and we, well, Because we, we tried this, obviously, in, a, in an enclosed private area while we were moving <laughs> around for, for the purposes of this podcast. We didn't do this on the road while we are moving because you obviously can't do that.
1: No, but, you, but this can, is my so point. You yeah. can, right? If you've got a touchscreen fit to your car, there's nothing against the law. You may get an, a, a, something that flashes up and says, pay attention, keep your eyes on the road. But well, there's nothing you, that flashes yeah. up that says, don't prod the screen while you're driving.
0: No, true. How is you going to change the radio station? It's
1: beyond that. It's yeah. the radio because station. Because obviously you put Some your cars have got their heating controls buried oh, in the touchscreen.
0: Because obviously you put your sat nav in before you set off to leave. I mean, You don't do it while you're driving. Yeah, and, and nobody what kind of idiot ever, does that.
1: Yeah, and nobody ever ever has a change of destination or something come up. Nobody changes
0: day. the radio station. Nobody changes anything. Like no, no, the, no it's you, no, it's you all set your heater start. off before you go. Absolutely, you? of but course
1: yeah. you do. Everything set right at the start, and you don't touch it ever again while you're driving. But just in case you in case do,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's right. You're right. It's so it's so difficult. Like, with buttons, you knew where they were. Yeah. You didn't have to... It was actually safer because you didn't have to look, for example, just change the radio or whatever. It's,
1: you just press a button, you know what you're doing. To anyone out there listening... That grew up and was a teenager in kind of like the two thousands, early two thousands, before the dawn of iPhone and touchscreen, yeah. and you all had you know Nokia's with keypads. Oh, and, they were the bit be- of oh, me. Yeah, you, I, I, eyes closed. You know text what I mean. Away. You, you can yeah. knock yeah. out two hundred and fifty six characters in a text message faster than you can go into your messaging app on without, your even without, without even looking. Without
0: even looking. Oh, mate, that was the best. You know what? Back in them days, before before there were fines for using your phone, you could drive and have a conversation like no problem because you didn't even look at your phone when you're typing something it and, was
1: bliss that's my point so for anyone who grew up in that generation you'll know exactly what I mean when I say the convenience of buttons Yeah, yeah. and, and that doesn't mean by the way get rid of all touch screens what I'm, what I'm saying is apply some fucking common sense Logic, as a car yeah. manufacturer you put so much money into safety right yet you're going to put a, a screen in the middle of the dash which attracts fingerprints and that annoys me anyway but let's put that to one side yeah. you put a screen in the middle of the dash there's nowhere for me to rest my wrist and I have to use that screen for any of the practical things that I might want to do to take advantage of all the features that features you suck in your car, car. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah and that's what annoys me actually about like the Teslas and the Volvos their screens are massive it's all screen yeah well, the center console is just literally a whole from the probably,
1: screen you know right now where there's a bit of a transition so you've got some manufacturers and, and I know it sounds like we talk about BMW an awful lot but um, yeah BMW, they seem to be setting the worst trend. so far that, that, that is one of the manufacturers here um, and they've you know their iDrive system they've got they've got the right idea with the iDrive system because it's not just the touchscreen that you actually have to oh use. the thing in the bottom you actually helps yeah and that's yeah that's fine and, yeah, that, yeah. and that works and and, and manufacturers that's actually got are better over that. time yeah the manufacturers that are doing that great that that worked great idea but yeah. there are some yeah yeah, yeah that's got, got nothing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you're right like, you're like right. volkswagen for example yeah in 2009 i had a volkswagen it was a Shirocco, and it came with a touchscreen. um try putting in an address in the sat nav in that left it's driving with nowhere to rest your wrist
0: yeah the touchscreen is a crap anyway
1: it just drives you absolutely insane I think we need to get so
0: Apple to design the touchscreen light sensitivity so we can do it well, whoever needs to still design, yeah. Well,
1: yeah whoever needs to design it fine. No, and, he, and, and then it goes one worse right because there are now screens and technology with handwriting recognition and now I don't know about you is but, it but I can't write for shit with my left hand No. <laughs> So that's just a completely. need to give us a remote control. That's what they need to do is give us a remote control, physical buttons on well, there. It's, it's voice control. That's where it's going, and they are. So oh, their yeah, systems yeah. are getting better. Oh, you and did again, that the other
0: day in the car, actually,
1: didn't you? I did yeah, and and With that was that was, using, that was using uh, Google Android Auto. And it also yeah yeah yeah. So so good. you know the, the kind of Google and Apple are doing a great job of of integrating the the, the voice control stuff mm. into cars, and that's fantastic. But actual like car manufacturers doing it themselves Mercedes Lingotronic for example that's been shit that's that's never worked never (laughs) ever worked has it I think
0: they just designed it and thought it was crap and we're not going to bother investing in it and just keep it going no exactly that forever
1: Um, so uh, yeah you may think I've got to the end of my uh, moan about new cars is there more there's one more thing you worse than me mate well I mean I'm quite passionate about this topic and I get annoyed quite easily to be fair shit I'm going to have to end up eating here you may, you, you, you may. I will feed you after this. Um, but yeah, the final thing is steering wheels and the sheer number of buttons.
0: Oh, uh, yes. I, I did think about this when you were talking, actually, when we were talking about like the controls. controls. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right, I'm going to, let me give you a case in point. It's a car that most of us may not own or drive, but this is just to illustrate how ridiculous it has gotten. I'm going to talk about the Ferrari Portofino. It's like Ferrari's uh, GT oh, car,
0: right? I, I'm going to have no input on that because I don't own one. Never That's had. fine.
1: You will have input once I go to my next section. Okay. I'm going to go through a list of the things that are controlled exclusively on the steering wheel of the Ferrari Portofino. Are you ready? They, didn't they start this with the F12, I think? I don't know when they started it. But yeah,
0: I know what stupid. you're going to list. And they ask, yes, go on.
1: Right, here we go. Here's the list. You ready? Everyone ready? Indicators. Now, I'm not talking. I'm going stalk- to run a tally shot, okay?
0: While well, you're doing it, I'm going to run a, a,
1: a tally shot, what yeah. What you call it? Do you, you do whatever graph yeah. you okay, like? Yeah. That's fine. Go you, he's, he's got a very concentrated face on his look because he's trying to do some kind of statistics. Numbers. Um, indicators, right? And I'm not talking indicator stalks on the steering wheel. No, floor. buttons. I'm talking yeah. Indicator yep. buttons on the steering wheel itself. Yep. Bear in mind the steering wheel turns and moves. Mm-hmm. At some mm-hmm. points, it will be upside down. So you're going to have to press the button on the right to go left. Yeah. Just pointing that out. Yep lights so you know when you when you flash and use your high beams yeah. those buttons are on the steering wheel fog light button is on the steering wheel wipers are on the steering wheel including washing your windscreen suspension settings it's a performance car you can change the mm. suspension great great feature wonderful brilliant why do you have to put the button on the steering wheel i don't get it Engine start-stop. I can forgive that one. Probably not mm. a bad place to put on the steering wheel. Although most so if you're driving, is, if
0: your hand slips and then you'll be stopping the engine halfway through going around the corner. Well, there is that. I mean, yeah.
1: yeah, that'd be practical. I'm not sure they've thought about practicality with this. Driving mode. So Ferrari have their Manitino switch, which can go all the way from oh, comfort AST to uh, and kill all me all on that, the track, track mode. Yep. Um, so, so you've got that too. The telephone controls are on the steering wheel. Voice control button is on the steering wheel obviously we've got the horn on a steering wheel that's that's a normal position. i won't class that yeah uh, and then of course you can have the paddles to change gears because every modern car is an automatic with paddle shift yeah um so you've got that too the stereo volume that's pretty pretty straightforward and mm-hmm. makes sense um and then you've got the, the control button to adjust the driver's display also on the steering wheel
0: that's 12 buttons on a steering no, wheel no
1: no that's not 12 buttons that's 12 functions functions sorry. some of those will have multiple buttons
0: oh god oh yeah yeah with multiple functions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the The stupidest one is the indicators, though. Yeah, I remember seeing that. It's absolutely stupid.
1: Why? Why? Are you running out of space somewhere? But but
0: what are they doing with that space saving? So you don't have... You've taken away two stalks. Okay, what are you going to put there? A TV screen? Probably, Speakers? What?
1: Yeah, fake engine noise speakers. TV (laughs) screens?
0: Yeah. (laughs) probably but, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're not doing anything what, what are you achieving by saving by taking off two stalks which control half of those things
1: yeah i don't i don't i don't understand i don't get the logic and again going back to my point around safety and touchscreens how is this safe that's not safe yeah. how is you indicating how the, the it get signed safe? off how would it get signed i don't know it's probably because
0: they're italians they probably don't get signed off well, i don't know but, but but that is a hell of a lot going on i know it's game. a ferrari
1: and i know it's not a typical road car but what you often find is the top-end manufacturers who spend a lot of money on technology, research and development, mm. that technology eventually filters down to normal everyday well, cars. No. So how long is it before a poor like 17-year-old who's getting lessons in a Nissan Micra yeah, indicates the, yeah, the wrong the way.
0: way yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you say that. How many cars have we been in? And there are a lot of buttons on the steering wheel. I'm not just talking. I mean, normally for me, you want volume up and down. Yeah. And
1: maybe, you know, the, the uh, instrument struggling cluster struggling panel where you want to kind of... Oh, the models where
0: you can change what you see, like mileage yeah, yeah. or things like that. And that's about it. Oh, and answer the phone call if you've got Bluetooth for that. Yeah, that's it. But nowadays you've got like there was one that's got like a click wheel in there. I can't remember what it was. It's got like a click wheel, like you turn around to do stuff. And just, oh, really, you've reminded
1: ridiculous. me. Yeah. So you know what Mercedes have done? Mercedes have combined my two pet hates of modern cars: the touchscreen and the steering wheel with too many that's buttons. That's
0: because they it. know you're
1: a sheep. No, know So what? The touch screen and yep. the steering wheel with too many buttons. They've combined it. What do you mean? How do there are touch-sensitive fucking things on the steering wheel of a Mercedes. Are you serious? Yeah. Why?
0: So if you're going around and having a bit of a brisk brisk drive and holding on to steering wheel a little bit tighter, you can be setting off all sorts of alarms. But it's it. Oh, I
1: don't I don't get it. Don't, a don't. Steering wheel has
0: one job to do and that's to the steer the car. You need to hold on to it to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as. You just need a yeah a couple of buttons on the side and that with your thumbs sitting stuff. Yeah. And, for and, yeah. And that's
2: exactly. It. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's the thing with
0: your company, they're putting too much crap into cars now. Too much crap. And they filter down to more like you want to have a model that has, you know, the the bees, everything, the all the bells and whistles, top of the range, fine. But some of that shit you don't need to filter down to the other models. But then you know what? It's down to demand as well. People buy it. Yeah.
2: People
0: buy it. If people didn't buy it, or people complain and they would change but they know there's my point earlier yeah about those the big three or whatever how many big ones they are whatever tripe they make most people will go and buy it because they don't really know what they're buying like, i'm buying a mercedes i'm buying a bmw yeah no i'm I, buying I, I an audi that's it. it that's as far as they go like the only it. thing they look at is do i want the big one do i want the small one do i want the, the long one? one the tall one that's it. Or oh, I'll have the tall one, please, because it makes me look important. So let's go for that one. Someone's sort like of different. and will be like, okay, you know, just get this long one. No, so that's that.
1: as far as they go. I, I get that, and I get, I get that. You know, it's not going to change. It's probably only going to get worse. And I definitely get that. Me and you sat here moaning about it. It isn't going to make any difference.
0: It will to the to the five people that have rated and reviewed. Do you us
1: lo- I think we started with about ten. Do you reckon we've lost half? No, nah, no.
0: Nah, nah, nah. I reckon we've gained more views. They like this. No bullshit. No BS. No you know peace No PC stuff. Out of my mouth, um, <laughs> that'll get a few viewers, and you can you can, viewers, you can again. Let me remind you, it's a podcast. Uh, yeah, you can the, if the, see listeners. a
1: podcast, you can listen to a podcast, yeah,
0: yeah, and then you can take care of the other boring 95%.
1: That's right. And, and, and with that, let me remind you for anyone who did listen to the show and you enjoyed the show, please review us, give us five stars. Um, give it. Give us. Five, five, leave leave five, us yeah. a comment. Leave us a comment. Doesn't matter what it says. You could. Uh, feel free to slide into our DMs on Instagram. Feel free to slide into our DMs. But when you're reviewing, please leave a comment. Let us know what you thought of the show, or don't let us know what you thought of the show. Give us your opinions. Don't give us your opinions. Tell us just, whatever
0: hey, you want to listen. Whatever.
1: Right. Right. They told me to write this review. That's why I'm writing this review. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter. We don't care.
0: Yeah. 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 We just. We just need five stars. That's all we need, just to get up to the top of the charts. Absolutely. That's we it. Do. We need yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, tell us tell us you know, whatever. If there's something you want if you, there's something you want to us to talk about or want to hear our pointless opinion on, yeah, ask that's us. Nice. We'll do it. You're, we're always looking for content and stuff and things like that. So if there's something you know you want to hear more of, or have you thought of this, or that? by all means just you know, drop us a line and tell us
1: yeah and we do have some more interesting uh, comment, uh, con- comment content con- content content, that's the word I'm yeah yeah about. the
0: content is coming Figure fast actually because yeah. we have to see no let's not cover this let's cover this next week so yeah we've got some great a content
1: more. coming um, just uh, spoiler alert none of it is going to involve supercars or uh, anything but we
0: don't do any crap like that no yeah. we talk about the real stuff
1: the, re- the real the real, yeah. boring yeah stuff so if you're here. a true
0: petrolhead you'll be here yeah. if not you can go and buy max power yeah,
1: exactly. Our, our completely amateur skill set comes to life when we're talking about completely amateur vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle well, of the road. Like I don't, I don't know enough. I don't know what to talk I about think, Ferrari. I think the tagline for this show should be middle of the road. Everything is middle of the road. Not when I'm talking it, but definitely is middle of the road when you're talking. <laughs> is it? Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Well, no. no. Middle of the road
0: implies that you're just keeping a balance and nobody gets pissed off or offended. Oh no, no, no.
1: By middle of the road, I meant we're not going to be impressing anything or anyone or doing anything amazing or wonderful or or even professional to any point, including the cars we drive and what we say. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. there's nothing. There's not. There's nothing professional about this, as you know from the recordings that you did last week.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, this one sounds a lot better than than episode three. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we will leave it at that. Uh, you get takeaway or what? Are we getting? It? I don't know. I'm not sure what we're going to get. I'm starving. Really. Can we discuss what we're going to eat after we've closed the show? Oh, I thought you could just cut it off afterwards. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. So with that, I thought you'd edit the hour. <laughs> I've told you, uh, my my media production skills are limited. We all know my media production skills are limited based on what happened last week with last week's episode. So uh, with that, thank you all for listening. For those of you that persevered right to the bitter end. We really appreciate it. Uh, for those of you giving us support, genuinely from the bottom of our hearts, we are yeah, no, 100% thank very, you for the But until next time, drive safe, be safe, and uh, listen to us again. Take care. Bye.